Welcome to another episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast, where we interview top sellers and sales leaders to learn the different tips, tricks, and mental strategies that they use to create sustainable peak performance. Let's get rolling. Welcome to today's episode of the Peak Performance Selling Podcast. Today, we've got somebody that I was introduced to in the last few months that you're going to find out pretty quickly why I am so enthused to bring Jeff Risley onto the show. He has over a decade of sales experience, but really more importantly, understands the importance of mental health in sales and achieving peak performance. After battling his own anxiety, insomnia, and panic attacks throughout his sales career, Jeff has used his knowledge of mental health to inspire sales teams to reach their full potential through better mental health and well-being. And this really became important for him when he was diagnosed with testicular cancer in the summer of 2018. He found that these same strategies involving mindsets, perspective, self-awareness, empathy, self-control, mindfulness, optimism, grit, and your habits that made him successful in sales also really helped aid him in his recovery from cancer. So he has a ton to share. He's come from somebody that's been a successful individual contributor and sales leader. And now he's doing a lot of work with sales teams really across any stage of growth where he runs the Sales Health Alliance that has a lot of cool offerings, whether it's to work with your team virtually or to do some online courses and learning for yourselves. So he's got different speaking engagements, workshops, one-on-one consulting, and then recently launched a really cool new program online for folks to really consume at their own pace. So I am really excited to have Jeff on to talk to us a little bit more about mental health and sales and where he's finding companies struggling and what we can do to actually all find more sustainable peak performance. Welcome, Jeff. Hello, Jordan. Super pumped to be here. That was an amazing introduction. So I'm excited to have this conversation because I know we were just nerding out, nerding out pretty hard on some of this stuff before hopping on. So it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm really excited because I think a lot of people talk through COVID and seeing how that's come up as something that has really created much more awareness around mental health and employee well-being. And the fact that we need to focus on this, not just as our own individuals, but as companies. And so talk to us a little bit. We, we got some good insight into your journey, but talk to us a little bit about how you got into sales and how you started really focusing on mental health for yourself and then ultimately for sellers and sales teams as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. And it was really just born out of a necessity for myself. So um, I think a few people have heard this before, but I started working sales again, like 10, 11 years ago now. It's crazy to think about how long a journey it's been since day, day one. But uh, I started in sort of the classic type of sale boiler room sales environment. I was being measured on whether or not I could make $200 a day, achieve two and a half hours of talk time. If you weren't hitting your metrics, you were let go pretty quickly very much a sink or swim type of environment. And on the surface, I did quite well from an individual contributor standpoint. I went on to be sort of one of the top reps in the organization, which was amazing. But behind the scenes, I was not okay. I was under this sort of intense pressure of hitting quota and this fear of losing my job. I just moved downtown and I was paying rent at a new condo. And it's just like, oh my God, like what's going on here? So I have really bad anxiety, insomnia, panic attacks in the middle of the night. 
it was after the third panic attack that put me in the hospital when I was like, well, this is no good. This is, this is not sustainable. And so the first thing I, first thing I did, I went to see my doctor. He prescribed me some anxiety medication, which I tried for two to three to two to three months really didn't like how it made me feel. I don't know if you've experienced kind of anxiety medication, but I lost touch with my intuition and my emotions. I just felt sort of numb. So I wasn't able to pick up on those buying signals and connect with buyers as much as I would have liked. And going to therapy 10 years ago was still highly stigmatized. And that's really where I had to make this choice where it was like, look, like I had found this career that I really enjoyed the learning, the growth, the, the money you can make, the camaraderie, the rush you get when it close, the close big deal. But if I wanted to stay in this career, I'd need to make it figure out a way to make myself more resilient. Like I started reading everything that I possibly could. What is stress? How does the brain work under stress? What is anxiety? What is mental health? What are the things that you can start doing at an individual level? And I just started kind of learning and self-development, doing a lot of self-development work that I know you're big on, Jordan. But uh, I didn't really sort of share this with anyone. I just started kind of using it on myself because I thought this is good for me, but who really would want to hear about this? And fast forward to July of 2018, I just launched my first sales consulting website. I was about to jump out on my own. I'm like, here we go, entrepreneur in life. And three days after that, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. And that's really where this stuff really started to come in handy, where the same strategies, like you mentioned, I'd started that I used in sales is naturally started to execute on during this next stressful period of my life. And slowly this idea really started to take shape that anxiety and sales is not optional. It's really part of everyday life. And how do we start changing this perspective around who salespeople are, they're not really employees, they're really corporate athletes. So how do we really start teaching them the ways to navigate stressors in sales in a mentally healthy way to start an upward spiral instead of a downward spiral by giving them the pads and the helmets they need to play a contact sport. So been a journey, wow. but that's where we, uh, that's how we got here. Wow. That is so fascinating. And, you know, the story around going out on your own, getting diagnosed with cancer just as what a, a wallop to the head and the system as a whole. And to be able to have tools in your tool belt already to bounce back from that, I think is so powerful because so many people that I talk to aren't exploring new ways to support themselves. They just kind of run on the hamster wheel of life and just keep going without actually digging into finding something for themselves to support themselves, to be ready for when those big challenging times come up, because maybe you've been a top seller your whole life. It's, you know, been, you know, people have said, Oh, like life's been pretty easy for you. Uh, and yeah, well, I've worked really hard and I've been super stressed and hearing this thought about, you know, going on the anxiety meds, which are, the common prescription for most any issue in today's day and age is great. Here's pills for this or that, that aren't going to actually solve the underlying issue. And so what are some of the things that you found to be really helpful for yourself to manage that anxiety and manage that stress in a more healthy or productive way? Yeah, that's again, another good question. I think like the main thing, that is like really important to understand is like just really understanding how important like perspective plays in different stressful situations and how there's different kind of mindset strategies, different ways that you can reframe situations to see the growth, see the opportunity. I think you and I talked about this growth mindset is such a key piece of this in terms of being able to 
like I said, look for the learning, look for the opportunity, look for ways to grow um, through different experiences. Like when I was dealing with cancer, I was looked at it as an opportunity. I was like, man, I'm 30 years old. I'm in the best shape of my life. Like of all people, I would never expect this to happen to me. And, but immediately I went into this, 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 this strategy of just like, okay, how do I create as much awareness around this as possible rather than shutting down and being like, I'm embarrassed by this. It's like, no, like I need to tell every 30 year old guy that I know that this is happening to me. Like, what's like, how do I kind of build awareness? And that kind of really helped me stay focused on being more of a servant, adopting like an altruistic mindset that's been really important. But the, the key to this is to be able to have that capacity, to be able to have that ability to reframe and use that really powerful prefrontal cortex that all humans have that makes us so smart and so, so capable is we need to know how to manage our stress levels. We can't be in a position where we're operating in distress, we're operating in burnt out because the more and more we move down the mental health spectrum, the more and more it becomes harder and harder for that logical part of our brain, that creative part of our brain that's going to help us problem solve. It's going to start shutting down and we're going to be defaulting to a much older part of our brain, the limbic system that's going to be emotional, reactive, and it's going to be very, 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 very hard to keep perspective in situations like this when that other system, that older system is really ramping up and firing. So it's a lot of it. Like there's just, I think we could probably write a book together on this at some point, but it's a lot of kind of understanding how the body, how the brain works together and making sure that you're able to keep that awesome human part of your brain online as much as possible and manage the time you spend operating in distress. Yeah, one of the things that I love that you talked about there is the power of our brain. It's thanks to help from listeners like you, this podcast can continue to grow and help others. If you found anything helpful in today's episode, please take a second, share with a friend, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. Thanks.